Hello, hello. Welcome back to Big Fat Five, a podcast financially supported by Big Fat Snare Drum. This is part two and essentially a bonus episode for my conversation with Dan Mayo. Today, Dan talks about the five specific records that shape the way he tunes his drums, something he's quite known for, and approaches writing in general. So without further ado, Dan's first choice is Blood Sugar Sex Magic by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, which is Chad Smith on drums. I chose the title track because it starts with a cute little groove, but Dan just chose the whole record in general. So anyways, enjoy part two of my conversation with Dan Mayo. Cheers. don't listen to this record enough it's a it's yeah, a good it's one a, it's amazing record i mean i listened to it so much uh when i was young so now when i hear it it's like okay yeah i know this already but every now and then it's fun to just uh revisit this album that's mm-hmm. for sure uh with this album actually i'm, I, I'm gonna keep it simple just the snare sound mm-hmm. when i heard this snare sound i felt like okay this is a snare sound i want and basically, uh, I chased this snare sound without, because I was a kid, I, I didn't know it's like a lot of mix process and stuff. I thought that's that's his snare. That's how his snare sounds. Yeah. So so I looked for the perfect snare and for ways to, uh, uh, for my snare to sound like that. And I almost got it. Uh, and, and I feel like my snare right now, like my regular snare, my, you know, my high pitch uh, main snare, uh, when I play it, like with uh, in on elephant uh with uh, tatron yeah it's kind of the same ballpark of like sounds uh without the reverb <laughs> so uh yeah basically i just searched for this sound i felt like this snare this sound is just awesome and i'm 90 i born in on 90s so for me just like you know yeah that's, that's how snare should sound <laughs> so, i'm with you by the way i was born yeah. in 87 but uh yeah that's okay, okay. my um by the way i'm sure people are going to want to know what is your main snare that you're you know what is it uh right now it's uh like every time is something different uh in on touch run is just raw brass my first snare from anf ever raw brass uh 5.5 inch by uh 14. Mm-hmm. I love this snare to death. Yeah. And also I have like another snare four inch by uh, 13. It's a nickel over brass with eight legs. Uh, crazy snare, super, super loud. Uh, even louder than the, my 14 inch uh, raw brass. So that's uh, funny. But these are basically my uh, my go-to main snares. And as a side snare, I use like a aluminum snare like 14 inch so you have like a very fat snare mm-hmm. or a gancho snare very heavy or you know the tiny one the six inch or eight inch that i put on top yeah whatever you know yeah 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 um yeah, yeah i've been actually digging on 13 inches lately i like the feel the rebound of a 13 inch feels a little bit yeah. better than a 14 um anyways yeah. it almost feels like like a like when you crank up an amp but it's tiny amp so it's easy to crank it up. You yeah. know what I mean? To, to get the juice out, out of Absolutely. it. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. All right. So next one is going to be um, These Are the Vistas by The Bad Plus. 
that's the record. And uh, it's Dave King on drums. I would love to get him on the podcast. That dude's mind is uh, pretty incredible. But uh, I just I chose the song Flim. I could have chosen Beautiful. a more of a jazz, you know, version of uh, his playing on that record, but um, no, that's go. beautiful, man. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, I think I think it's a cover, right? It's a yeah. I think most of what they do, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so it's amazing uh, cover though. It sounds amazing. Dave is. Uh, I heard him when I was uh, sixteen for the first time uh, on this record. And I was blown away. I was like, wait a second, you can play drums like that? You can just basically break the rules that's that's, that's for me that, that that that's what it was uh, back mm-hmm. then uh pure evil just he's, he's going for it yeah uh even when he plays quiet he just is is going for the kill so uh amazing amazing drummer and he opens uh so many doors like mentally for me on the drum set so um great yeah. All right, number three is, uh, it's, I mean, the record, again, we've referenced it quite a bit, but it's Afrikia by uh, Karim Ziad. And yeah, I think, uh, let's see which, which song I chose. Amelia? Mm. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Just play that one. That bass player just going crazy. The bass is doing something cool. It's kind of implying a whole different pulse. Yeah. So is that is that bass drum like if here if here if here's the meter is it going bop 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 or is it am I just hearing the downbeat in a totally different way than you are? No, I think I think you're correct. Uh, okay. Correct. Uh, in this song, it's not like the 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 groove we talked about earlier. The mm-hmm. Oh, it's not that. It's 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 more like a. It's like this. It's more like regular uh, or more familiar yeah. uh, beat. Uh, yeah, but uh, but uh, the bass player just go nuts on this song. That's for sure. Yeah. But also with Karim Ziad, you can you can hear the pulse everywhere, in so many different places all at once. It's not like you hear it one time in at, in one way and then he does something crazy and you hear it in a certain way, like from the start you you can hear like four different pulses mm-hmm. all at once and you can you can you can see people dancing differently from each other that's that's for me that's that's amazing so yeah and and this also this like this sound of uh drums like for me uh shaped my uh, my whole approach to drums uh very tight snare um 
very a lot of uh, inner phrases between a large phrase so I feel like um, my playing is affected a lot from this uh, album and Karim's yeah yeah again as you you know if you've been listening this whole time each song we've played from this record is is drastically different so he's yeah. de- he's definitely not a one-trick pony yeah yeah definitely um, all right so number number four is a uh, Nefertiti by Miles Davis and that is yeah. of course Tony Williams on drums and I wish mm-hmm. I could just play this whole record but I'm just going to play yeah. uh, Pinocchio and mm. I'm going to start it uh, at about 1.30 because this is when Tony starts to do it's during Miles' solo but Tony starts to do a little more talking back and forth and he gets yeah. a little more uh, confident <laughs> in, in what yeah. he wants to yeah. say which is funny yeah. I'm sure I mean Miles is like, hey man, this is my solo, but it gets it's Tony Williams, so he's like, yeah, do your thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Calm down, buddy. Uh. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. It's so cool. Oh my god. So beautiful. Dude, yeah, and when he was doing kind of that, that bass drum going with Miles kind of walk down was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's all about reaction. This guy, I feel like he, he he's playing the gig with his balls on the floor. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> that's crazy. But but it's a amazing combination between like he's really connected with both worlds. And and like I I I'll explain. I feel like in one hand is like really he really knows where's the form and how to uh, uh, how to like play the the the. the the structure of the song mm-hmm. really well he knows where everyone should get back and he knows how to get everyone back to safety with that said he can actually fly high with everyone it's like the reactions he's like reacting to everything so beautifully uh, just the phrases are amazing and you can you can hear the back and forth between him and miles and the bass player and the p- i mean everything is just crazy but then he brings everyone, everyone's back. I mean, that's that's amazing. He's he's like, he's a master. I mean, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, jazz is still something that um, I didn't grow up really appreciating it um, as much as I should. And it's kind of like you know, like we're all hearing the same things. You just don't know what you're hearing. And once mm-hmm. you once you can actually kind of you know clue into like, well, listen to how they're reacting to each other. Listen to this specific thing. Um, yeah. It's kind of like hockey for me. I didn't know what was going on with hockey. And then way back in the day, I lived with someone who used to play hockey. So he was explaining mm. to me what was going on. And I was like, oh, this is so much more interesting. It's not just chaos, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of a broken, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are broken records when it comes to get into jazz, but I'm kind of, I'm getting into my journey with jazz. But um, mm-hmm. all right, last one is uh, Sex Machine by James Brown. <laughs> yeah, most and it's, common. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny, this is uh, when, when, he, when he counts it off, which we'll hear in a second, a frequent guest on the podcast, Gunnar Olsen, um, when he was playing with Big Data, that one, two, three, four was the count off. 
So whenever oh. he hears this, it always kind of brings him back to that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Sex Machine by James Brown. You'll just hear Mr. Brown just uh, talking a whole lot beforehand. Oh, of course, it's J- Jabbo Sparks, by the way, on drums. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up, like a sex machine. Get on up. Get on up, get up, get on up, stay on the scene, get on up, like a sex machine, get on up, wait a minute, shake your arm, then use your palm, stay on the scene, like a sex machine. Oh boy, oh boy. Man, just holding That's it down. I mean, when I heard this song when I was a kid for the first time, and I felt like I'm going to explode, I mean, this song stinks in the best way ever i mean you can you can you can f- smell the sweat you can oh man that's so juicy yeah and everything is like oh man it's it's unbearable that's that's what i felt when i heard it so uh <laughs> so i mean wh- when i play i mean when i heard it I, I learned what groove is and i was trying to work on my eight notes for for them to sound stinky as this uh, <laughs> this song uh and i noticed you can you can do a lot with eight notes uh basically mm-hmm. so uh so yeah ever since then i'm just for me it was like a game changer this this song do you ever play traditional i played for a for a period of time but i'm not good at it i mean i can i can play a traditional but i'm not comfortable and obviously i think you can you can tell of course uh <laughs> I'm not like very comfortable with uh, traditional. I'm like really comfortable with match. Uh, that's the most uh, m- uh, common uh, grip. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> and comfortable for whenever because I'm not good at all at it. I mean, I if if I try and do a double or a quick little diddle, it just falls apart. And so when I want to force myself to just have a to play less, I'll go traditional. Mm-hmm. If I'm just want to oh, just yeah. lay it down because that's all I can do with it. So it's kind of like yeah. it forces me to have a style. Um, Definitely, I'm I do limited. that too. I mean, <laughs> you know? I mean, man, I do that too. I mean, when I when I was playing was playing jazz and I needed to play like really quiet in, in gigs, mm-hmm. cafe cafe gigs and stuff. Yeah. So, I, I I was playing traditional because I was playing less, and also the stick is like I was resting my hand with stick on the snare drum, mm. and then every time when, when I wanted to play something, I can just move my hand a little bit, and and so I felt like okay, that's good. I can play quiet like this. But I, I can't actually play drums when I'm playing uh, traditional. It's not comfortable. Yeah, I, I also play kind of behind the beat when I'm because like my <laughs> that mm. that that rotation. It, it's almost like I don't want to practice it too much because then I'll get used to the timing because <laughs> right now I'm not good yeah. at it. So it forces me to be like, oh, my God, like I would play a stinky beat. <laughs> but not in the sense of you. They're just like he's he stinks at that beat. <laughs> Come it's on. a different one. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure he's not that. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, all right, Dan. Well, that I mean, that's your big fat five, man. Um, yeah. I really appreciate Thanks. you coming on the show. Those are fun ones. And again, I I I'm gonna just say I guarantee very few people have heard of all of these. So I'm sure there's a lot of rabbit holes people can go down. But is there? I mean, what's going on in in the horizon for you when it comes to uh, records coming out? <laughs> 
because I'm, I'm sure there's no tours planned to talk about yet, but yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm working a lot with uh, Tatran on new stuff that I can't tell too much about it mm -hmm. uh, right now. But we work hard for new material and new projects, like secret pro projects. Um, I work a lot on my own craft, uh, trying to. Uh, I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna make uh, like a few crazy videos soon. I'm also I'm not, I don't want to spoil it, spoiler anything. <laughs> okay. so, uh, it's gonna happen yeah uh, and a lot of searching on my pedal board uh, a few gigs here in Israel and uh, that's it for now I just uh, and also I'm learning how to record myself I'm still still a student so I'm just uh, learning how to record and, and mix myself uh, I learned that th through COVID outbreak because uh, I had time mm -hmm. so I uh, finally I had to I, 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 I could go to the studio and, and start it to, re to record and, and mix myself and was uh, amazing for me and I am keeping with that that's for sure uh, and that's it yeah I hope to get on the road soon because I miss my friends mm. I miss like seeing uh, other uh, countries it's so fun uh, and uh, yeah you, you know Israel is like very small so I it's very uh, contained like space mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's like you've seen like it you all drive, <laughs> yeah you drive six hours and that's it that's you you, you get uh, towards the end so uh definitely miss flying and touring and, and music people crowd whatnot sure so, uh, all right well dan thank you so much man uh it's good to see you hopefully thank you. coming soon we'll be able to see each other in person but uh have a great night man i know it's late where you are so uh thanks for taking it's the time fine, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, thank you for having me, really. Uh, and also, I really hope to see you again uh, face to face too. And I'm sorry it's, it took so long. I'm, I'm just I'm speaking very slow in English. So <laughs> dude, you killed it, man. <laughs> sorry. I, no. Thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right, thanks, man. man. Have a good one. Okay. Good one. Ciao. And that's the show. If you're interested, please check out www.bigfatsnaredrum.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok at Big Fat Snare Drum. Cheers, y'all.